0: What does a relationship between a type 2 helper and a type 9 peacemaker look like? Well, let's start off by talking about a few things they have in common. Twos and nines have so much in common that they're almost like Enneagram cousins. Actually, that might be a bad metaphor since we're talking about relationships, but hey, you know what? The royal family was practically built on cousins marrying each other, so you know what? We're going to go with it. Now, many of the major personality traits that twos and nines have in common can be explained by their place within the positive outlook group of the harmonic triad. Positive outlook types tend to be very upbeat, optimistic, cheerful, fun-loving, and fairly avoidant when it comes to dealing with any negative emotion, but more on that later. As positivity types, twos and nines are both known for having a warm and sunny disposition that makes people just kind of naturally gravitate to them, which they love because they're both naturally wired to be a safe space for people from all walks of life. Another point of connection these two types have is the fact that they can share a one-wing. Nine-wing ones and two-wing ones are both very concerned about the morality of their actions, which tends to make them a bit more modest in their self-expression, as well as making them super generous with their time and money. The one-wing can also explain this kind of shrewd sense of discernment that these types have that normally surprises people who think they're more meek or even a bit naive. But no matter which wing they have, both twos and nines are primarily concerned with their relationships because relationships provide a sense of connection, security, and even a broader purpose for life itself. Now, speaking of purpose, it's important to remember that healthy nines integrate many of the characteristics of the type three achiever, which often looks like the nine having a healthy dose of charisma, mixed with a strong sense of career ambition. It's a very similar story for twos if they have a dominant three wing, as they love to craft this highly polished and attractive persona that helps them win over other impressive or connected figures within their community. Like I said, Enneagram cousins. Overall though, the nine's pure-hearted desire to see the best in people pairs great with the two's desire to love people through tangible acts of service. And so this couple often forms a natural, kind of altruistic agreement that their life is gonna be focused on leaving the world better than they found it. All right, those are just a few things these types have in common. Time now to zoom in a little bit deeper and talk about what specifically attracts the type two helper to the type nine peacemaker. One major point of attraction for twos in a relationship with nines is the way nines inspire the two to be more self-possessed rather than being so emotionally dependent on the needs and approval of other people. A healthy nine is defined by this profound ability to be at peace with exactly who they are and exactly who you are. Average twos, on the other hand, have this major struggle with neediness that's driven by a lack of security in their own self-worth. Oftentimes twos will run themselves into the ground, trying to earn love until someone like the nine brings them into a safe space where they can slow down, do some much needed self-care, and finally make peace with whatever emotional turmoil is triggering their frantic physical activity. For context, twos often can't feel something without immediately doing something about those feelings. But thankfully, nines are super calm, easygoing people that make decisions very slowly. So their lack of urgency mixed with this sense of equanimity can help twos make decisions from a far less emotional place. Also, in regards to self-care, the two usually needs someone else to care for them first before they feel permission to do it themselves. Fortunately, the selfless nine is more than willing to serve and nurture the two during their times of need. This also goes a long way in helping the two become their most authentic self because suddenly they feel loved for who they are, rather than earning love by being super upbeat and overly accommodating. Twos just feel like they can let it all out around the nine, which lets them finally start to process all that negative emotion like fear, anger, and sadness. Okay, last point of attraction worth noting is all about the love languages. thrive on affirmation, and nines are the most naturally accepting of all Enneagram types, in large part because they fixate on their partner's positive qualities. This means twos often receive oodles of compliments from the nine and rarely, if ever, have to endure a truly critical comment. Maybe a few passive aggressive zingers from time to time, but that's usually the worst of it. All right, those are just a few things that typically attract the type two helper to the type nine peacemaker. Time to switch gears and talk about what attracts the type nine peacemaker to the type two helper. One of the primary things that nines love about twos is the fact that twos are so intentional in their pursuit of a relationship. Average nines have this tendency to withdraw into their own little world and away from everyone else where it's nice and peaceful. This may seem harmless at first, but the longer nines stay in their safe little world, the less energy they have to bring themselves out of it. And so they start losing touch with people they love simply because they're just you know, out of sight, out of mind. Thankfully twos are great at pursuing the nine and pulling them back out into the real world and more importantly, back into the relationship. Nines really benefit from how much grace the two has for them when they're not doing their fair share of planning, initiating or serving within the relationship. Furthermore, the two's tireless pursuit of the nine also helps them feel seen and valued, much in the same way I mentioned earlier in regards to what nines do for twos. Again, nines and twos are both very driven to maintain loving connections with other people. They just go about it in totally different ways. Now, another point of attraction for nines is the fact that twos are relentlessly encouraging of the nines' desire to have a tangible impact on the outside world, aka getting out of daydream mode and into that integrated type 3 achiever mode. It's often very intimidating for nines to take on a leadership role or to take a risk in pursuit of something they're really passionate about. But that's why the constant support and affirmation of a committed two can be this perfect motivational cocktail that nines need to avoid disappearing from the challenges of a truly fulfilling life. All right, the last significant point of attraction for nines is in regards to their family values. Most nines are very attached to this vision of a tight-knit family living in a comfortable home, which makes twos a perfect domestic partner as they very much value those same things. Twos are also great hosts, homemakers, and communal hubs that, again, kind of carry the social load for the nine that feels free to dip in and out of communal activities at their leisure. Okay, those are just a few things that attract the type nine peacemaker to the type two helper. Time now to talk about this couple's least favorite topic, which is conflict. Hey there, friend. Uh, Looks like you're a little more than halfway through this Enneagram relationship episode, which uh, means it's a great time to not only watch this fancy little neon graphic float off into the distance, but to uh, hit those like and subscribe buttons, you know? You know what I mean? You know those buttons that are sitting right there? Don't be coy, you know where they are. You know, if you're feeling non committal, you can just hit the like button. It's still really helpful. Okay, let's get back to it. When it comes to how twos and nines deal with conflict, it all comes back to their place within the harmonic triad. As I said earlier, both twos and nines are in the positive outlook group. So they both resist discussing or even acknowledging their darker thoughts and feelings. Twos avoid negativity because they fear it's gonna cost them the love and affirmation that fuels their sense of self-worth. And nines avoid negativity because they fear it's gonna cost them the stability of their familiar environment. So what you end up with is two highly avoidant individuals that are incredibly effective at building this facade of positivity and relational stability. However, when conflict does break out between these two types, the facade stays up, so no one on the outside has any clue that something's wrong. But behind the scenes, there's this sort of three-stage pattern that can play out depending on the severity of the conflict. First, one person usually lashes out at the other, twos tend to strike first since they've got a bit of that aggressive type eight energy in them when they're feeling stressed. Usually they just feel unappreciated and blame the nine for a lack of reciprocity within the relationship. Now, even peace loving nines have their limits and when they fight back, they're usually observant enough to know just where to sting the more emotionally vulnerable two right where it hurts most. Now, once both sides have finished going on the offensive, they then retreat. In this second stage, it's the nine that has home court advantage. Nines often learned during childhood that their imagination was so strong that they could just pretend that family drama didn't exist. Mom and dad aren't fighting, they just get loud every once in a while, it's all good. That kind of self-delusion turns the retreat stage of conflict into more of a play stage for nines that can actually start enjoying the solitude that comes from this relational standoff. Needless to say, that drives us stressed out to crazy but their pride won't let them be the first to apologize. And so they take things to the third stage, which is a deep sense of resentment. This causes a big change in the relationship as twos that were once so loving and engaging and supportive of the nine, shift all that positive energy away from them and towards everyone else in their life. Now, the ever observant nine begins to resent the two for trying to punish them in such an obvious and passive aggressive way. And ultimately, this sense of resentment is the big red flag for this couple, as it pushes them further and further apart until someone is either willing to address the elephant in the room or leave the relationship entirely. All right, to avoid that sad picture of a romance gone wrong, here are a few things twos and nines can do to live into their healthiest relationship possible. Okay, for twos and nines to stay healthy and have a truly loving relationship, both partners really need to be intentional about communicating their frustration with each other before it festers into that sense of resentment I just described. I know that's a daunting ask for this couple, but if one person can simply lead with the question, is there anything you'd like me to start or stop doing in the relationship, then that should be a great catalyst for an authentic conversation. Now, if you don't feel up to that kind of conversation yet, then it's enough to just start noticing when your frustration bubbles up. For twos, it's important to notice when you're keeping track of all the ways the nine isn't responding to your loving acts of service, and for nines, it's important to notice how often you're checked out around the two. As the impinged type of the gut center, nines often don't feel their anger viscerally as other people do because they're so good at numbing themselves with daydreams and nostalgia. All that to say, if the nine is frequently going to that place around their partner, then it's a sign of some deeper unexpressed frustration. Okay, on a similar note of clear communication, both twos and nines can be more thoughtful about their yeses and nos. Twos tend to say yes to everything and everyone and then try to drag the nine along who pretends to be on board at first, only to change their mind when it's actually time to go. For nines, you're rarely gonna wanna be as socially active as the two, so it's okay to just say no to stuff. And for twos, you don't have to show up for everyone all the time, so it's okay to just say no to stuff. This theme of saying no is actually tied to a much broader issue these two types have, and that's with setting healthy boundaries. Folks can't help but take advantage of the kindness, patience, and generosity of the two nine couple. And since both partners want to avoid losing connection with other people, they can get a little codependent, especially with family. Now, when it comes to how to set healthy boundaries, I would defer to people like Brene Brown, Henry Cloud or your local well-trained therapist. Whoever you choose, this couple really benefits from having an objective third party to help sort through all the murky emotional landscape that comes from telling your loved ones no. Okay, the last tip I have for the two nine couple is to keep your physical intimacy alive. This is vital for twos because they get to feel loved in their most vulnerable states, all while meeting a physical need for the nine. And from the nine's perspective, they feel the most present when they're in touch with their physical bodies because it pulls them out of daydream mode and reminds them how much better life is when they're actively engaged with their partner. All right, that's as uh, fun a place as any to end the advice section. And I hope it was helpful, and if it wasn't, well, then this last section really isn't gonna be helpful because it's time for the scientifically vetted, 100% accuracy guaranteed YGAT relationship rating system. All right, first up on the YGAT relationship rating system is the spice meter. And the 2-9 pairing is about as mild spice as it gets. If you ever see this couple having a major blow up, it would be like witnessing Haley's Comet and you should stop everything you're doing and just take in this once in a lifetime drama. Okay, next up is the power meter, and I'd put the 2-9 couple way over on the peaceful side of things since neither type is usually super driven to impose their will on people, as they much prefer to be loved rather than be in control. Although, as the old proverb goes, patience can persuade a prince, and soft speech can break bones, so in that way, they could be a power couple. Anyway, last up is the fun meter, and I'd put this couple squarely at books by the fire. They're the kind of couple you would love to hang out with in a cozy mountain cabin somewhere in a chill winter vacation. No stress, no drama, just tons of good cooking and plenty of innocent fun. I'm guessing quite a few board games. All right, there you have it. The 2-9 Enneagram Pairing. A loving, low drama, easygoing couple that is great at enjoying the simple things in life. That's a wrap on this relationship combo for the type 2 helper with a type 9 peacemaker. If you're jumping off here, then I will say thank you so much for watching. I really hope you enjoyed it, and please hit the like and subscribe buttons on your way out. But hey, if you're sticking around for more Enneagram goodness, then I have got plenty of relationship-themed content for you to choose from right here, as well as some more lighthearted content if you're feeling frisky. Take your pick.